This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the hogs. Last week's hog slaughter was about 15% short of what it needed to be. That is better than many packers said it would be. Economist Steve Meyer may be right in that they need to eliminate 15% of the hogs. There are a number of independent hog producers who are on their last run of hogs and will exit the industry in about four months. If the industry needs to match production to kill capacity, they will not be needed. If more hogs are needed, the integrated producers will pick up that slack and the industry will be totally concentrated between packers and the mega pig powerhouses and the packers who own their hogs. I think that they made a lot of money stealing hogs from independent producers. We'll miss them when they're gone. There'll be no need to even quote a hog market then, as it will be confidential proprietary information. Iowa State University says that integrated packers made $103 a head last week. The reason that the packer margin shrank is that the cutout is declining relative to the enlarging kill. The pork market did not post or hold gains like the beef market did. It also did not price itself out of the market to consumers like beef did. Hopefully export demand will recover with production. A week or two ago, packers did not go what they would have to sell ahead as they were in over their ears in COVID-19 plant crises. Geopoliticist Peter Zian noted that many of the newly unemployed in the United States were immigrants who had been sending remittances home. That was sure the case with Mexico, Honduras, and Guatemala. Cut off from those funds with COVID-19 problems of their own, the Mexican economy is getting hit hard. They have less money that in pesos buys less, which is one of the demand problems for ham. On cattle, by my calculation, the kill last week was about 27% short of what it should have been to kill all the cattle that should have been harvested. That backs up another 183,000 head by my math. That's a lot. Cattle are getting heavy, and there are even reports of death loss of overweight cattle that cannot get up in feedlots. If you overlay a map of COVID-19 hotspots over packing plants, there is correlation. Just a few weeks ago, our Garden City, Kansas office was telling us they had nothing going on there with COVID-19, and now it is a hot spot with deaths. We get anecdotal stories like that of two plant workers living backyard, fence to fence. One test positive and the other negative, and their kids are still playing together. That doesn't end well. They're still getting community spread and taking it back into the plants, even after testing negative. The cash cattle market had a huge range of a dollar to a dollar twenty for last week. It depends on where you are, whether you benefit from the collusion. What is paid for cash cattle has nothing to do with what packers could buy their cattle for, but is part of their plan to evade investigation for price gouging. In other words, they are colluding in price fixing to avoid charges of price manipulation. Heck of a plan. The cattle industry needs to go back to having a real price discovered market. The late Bob Peterson, when president of IBP, once testified that they were contracting cattle, knowing that gave them leverage over the cash cattle market because IBP competitors were doing it, and his surprise was that a feedlots agreed to it. Not only did they agree to it, the NCBA fought for it. The big plain state feedlots that dominated NCBA colluded with packers to undermine the negotiated cash market until now we are at the point where legislation is proposed to mandate negotiated sales. Packers did not get this done all by themselves. 
Long-time listeners know that I have advocated for independent producers for years, and what is happening now is exactly what I warned was going to eventually happen. Packers did not get this all done by themselves. They brought big feedlots into helping them. On the demand side, beef priced itself out of both the domestic retail and export markets. Heck, Mexico is now exporting beef to us. The problem is that, given hamburger prices at $8 to $11, it is needed. Wendy's has got to get some hamburger from somewhere. Now as the kill begins to recover, beef prices have to buy back demand. The choice cutout lost $16 last Friday. There is huge downside risk in the beef product market. Restauranteurs are reworking menus, both entrees and prices, and they'll be offering fewer beef items on new menus. Packer Greed killed beef demand for May Beef Month in June, July, and months after that. Whether you appreciated the weekend rains would depend on whether your crops are in. Rains will fill the soil profile from surface to subsoil, giving crops here a perfect beginning as temperatures warm. Crop development should explode this week. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.